with you and um, doing that which is most appropriate in every given situation because it's you that cause things to be appropriate. We do ask where we have not um, chose the right ways that we be forgiven. And we thank you that that you bring us out of that miry place. And, and we are established in you, in our rock this day. And, Father, we um, thank you that the enemy is under your feet. And because of that, we, um, walking with you, are kept and we can rebuke him we can open our mouth and we can say Satan out of the way we recognize you and your demons can go the, the wrong way but we're choosing to go the right way which is to walk with Yah so as we open our mouths on this love line this morning, um, let Ruhak flow through us and let us remain vessels of honor. Keep us pure and keep us free from feeling condemnation. But let us trust in you and receive our salvation spirit soul and body, Ruach, um, and just thank you as we begin our day, let our ears hear what the Ruach has to say. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. appreciate that. This is Good Morning I uh, know this. Yes, this is Good Morning Ya by Bat, by Adara Bhatt Ya. Good morning Ya, it's a brand new day. Good morning Ya, let your will be done today. Please hear me when I pray.
Hallelujah. Well, Father, we thank you for rock and sand, the the, the un, unity of two um, servants of you bonded together to go forward and accomplish the plan that you have for them. We thank you that um, you provide all every need they have and you have anointed them with a message that will bring life to a dying world. Thank you. Their steps are ordered by you. And there is um, nothing or no one more important to them than you. And to also 
in the doing of your word, your ways, for they are in covenant with you, and and that covenant keeps them because they live, move, and have their being in you. And thank you that you direct their path. And let um, let them be glad and rejoice as they um, go across the land proclaiming it for you. For we agree with them that we want your kingdom to come and your will to be done in this world. And as it already is, been established by you, and so shall we be saved from our enemy. Amen. Um, this morning I will read um, some some uh, thankful things, things that I am thankful for. Um, I'm thankful for the armor of Yah, and I'm thankful for the smell of seaweed, because sometimes that smells so good and refreshing in the air, as I live near the a body of water, and I thank you for that, that you um, established us where we live and and you put in our world your beauty and that our eyes can see and enjoy our um also our tongue taste the goodness of the of your created food and also father um Every person you bring in our lives, let us surely um, enjoy a cod, a relationship with those you have called into your kingdom daily, Father. You said to us, you would add to your body such as as are needed, Father. Thank you for that. Um, I'm thankful for um, I'm okay. I'm thankful for um, blood and healthy food. I don't know why it. That must be a different word, not blood. I how about we'll just say good, I think. Good and healthy food. For our homes, Father, for transportation, for music, for the beautiful colors all around us, for campfires, um, for old photos as this weekend we got together in my family and we brought out old photos and went through them with with these are such neat memories and we thank you for forgiveness 
We um, thank you for fuzzy shots and for good hair day. Um, for spell check, for those of us who really have trouble and with spelling words correctly, and um, uh, we thank you uh, for working with us, for bearing long, having long suffering before us, and letting. Um, our hands be put to the plow and doing our part. I, and Father, for the work of the harvest, for Father, it, it is not for us to get weary in our well-doing. And Father, we thank you for road trip and um visiting loved ones and and um good neighbors um thank you for successfully making a new recipe and um rainbows and random bursts of inspiration and farmers market and a new awakening, um, seeing something firm, oh, from a new angle, seeing something from a new angle, repeat, <laughs> reading my own thing I wrote and, and being able to, <laughs> oh, Father. You uh, you help us constantly. Um, we think we're thankful, Father, for inspirational quotes about life, finding bargains when we shop, finding something needed or wanted for somebody else. Hallelujah! And having the money to afford to buy it. (laughs) So, Father, um, life is more than a bowl of cherries when we live and have our being in you. And we will um, overcome every difficulty and peace the peace that passes all understanding that you give to us. Let it be the ruler of our heart. Amen. So you Oh Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Dan Cotton, are you there? Dan, are you there this morning? Are you willing to uh, come forward with your praise first decrees and declares this morning? Hallelujah. All right. Well, in that case, 
Next, we are going to kick it over to Marissa, and she can come forward with her praise, 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 and declares her I am's and her 77 to thankful things. Hallelujah. Here is Marissa. Good morning, I am thankful for Yahweh this morning. Thankful for this word. And thankful for Yahweh's glory and for the word the world that we live on. Thankful for his kindness. For his gentleness, thankful for all season. The phone is breaking up. It's on speakerphone. I don't know. Okay, sorry about that. Give me one second here. A bit of technical difficulty. Okay, she should be good. Hopefully it's okay. I'm thankful for um for Yahweh for the um for simple things for Yahweh keeping things um simple for me as I learn more each day in his uh, Guidance for for our walk with him, for him to be thankful for coming out of the darkness, and thankful for being grounded in in the word as he replenishes the soil. I'm thankful for my family. Thankful for my children, for all of our children. Thankful for salvation. For animals on the earth, pets. Thankful for Yahweh's discernment and thankful for health. And thankful for our, our syrup. Thankful for, for all things that Yahweh has created. And today I, I praise you for giving us those those gifts in life as Yami was speaking earlier about the different things as in uh, financial things I praise that praise you that you give us all that we need and you take away the things that we don't need and I praise your name you are your hand is uh, always guiding us Praise you for the, the storms that we go through. Praise you for the the little things that we we might someone might not look at as a gift from you, but like little gifts in your suddenly. We praise you that you have brought us all to the place where you want us today. Our hands will be fed in your hands. Nothing can take that away from us. The safe board, 
bring us there that no matter no matter where we go that you appointed us for that time of place. Bring us there that the things that we've been putting off will finally get accomplished. Bring us there for your your timing. You correct the the things that we might go astray in our minds or astray with some of our families that are still in the world or our loved ones, friends. And so I just bring to clear that you bring us in alignment with you. bring to clear that you uh, bring us to where we need to be. And bring to clear the right workers that can meet those that we are longing for and that we've been praying for to meet them and their needs as well. Uh, with the green spirit, yummy about her daughter that was required for the COVID vaccine. It's decreed to clear that it's not required in that sense, but it's decreed that uh, certain things as a pharmacia will, will be able to be a choice and not a requirement. It's to clear that you're a favor upon that. that there could be more of um, leeway in, in those areas people that should have a choice to create that over as well as the racial areas aspects of that too for the false accusations and for the misjudgment to create your um, hand to be upon those areas that are going on in the world as well as the government seem to clear that you your shalom over those things and your uh Protection in your um, conviction. Just be and declare your your um, love and your as you we wave your banner upon each area of those that are in our concerns in our hearts. Can we say in our minds? Just be say your your touch those areas, meet those in all of our needs. As we don't say we you meet our wants, we say just say you meet needs. They help us separate those from our wants. Hallelujah. We declare that over our children as well today, and as well as our school children. And before that, then as well as uh, we have our children and buses that we declare safety of our travel and upon those who are going out and doing the things that they have to do today. Place of safety and I that. And as well as we've been, I've been praying for an increase in this ministry and being declared that we have more people to, to know you, Yahweh. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
in Yeshua, I am reborn, remade, and transformed. I am overcoming at every level. And I'm fired up for another day. I'm excited for another day's vlog and meet and greet and introduce people in whatever way I'm led to. Yeshua HaMashiach. That's my purpose. That's my calling. That's who I am. And I'm grateful for it. Hallelujah. We are going to be looking at Ephesians 4.32. Moving into a few of the B's on the list of 100 of 1,050 commandments from the New Testament. And we thought we were done with 613 from the Old or the the main ten that we under, that we understand is the Ten Commandments, but there's more than that, and they should all be taken just as seriously because they're actually what makes us who we are as believers. Again, Ephesians four thirty two reads, "And be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as Yahweh has forgiven us through Messiah." and reading the scripture up to this point. Anyways, how hard is it to actually be kind and mean it? We need to learn that being tenderhearted and giving doesn't mean you're weak or soft or vulnerable in a negative way. In fact, it takes great strength to endure what practicing these characteristics brings towards you. And it isn't always nice, much less, much less comfortable. Within the assembly, these characteristics should be the norm. The understanding expressed towards someone else, going through essentially the same thing you are, should be enough to produce deep levels of empathy, and it should be reasonably expected to be returned. Yahweh empathized with us so much that even knowing what he knows of us, he chose to send his one and only son, Yeshua, to express that empathy. That is Ahava. And that is how we should walk. Granted, offenses will come, but holding on to them, but is holding on to them worth losing the greatest gift possible. Even if it comes and is necessary in the form of correction, it should be assumed that it is coming with the sender's best interest for the receiver at heart. If Yahweh calls us to it, he is still displaying his righteousness, and just because a human gets it wrong or communicates it incorrectly does not give us the right to stay in that particular offense. I just finished reading the late Brad Scott's six-part series, Be Transformed, and I'm somewhat surprised to see this verse reaching to that one, Ephesians 4.32, for verification and veracity. A Galal Talmudim, dedicated disciple, will search what I'm about to suggest so they possess this particular nugget themselves. But I will try to give it so the entire six-part series doesn't have to be read, although there's nothing wrong with that idea either. You ought to be tenderhearted. I ought to be tenderhearted. Why did I repeat the title and then repeat myself again? Because we don't get it. Our normal response would be to return evil for evil. Our natural response. 
would be the term smite the smite. We are not naturally tenderhearted. As Brad explained, and I guess this could be argued, once Eve consumed the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and gave it to Adam, it was our inclination to perform evil against our neighbor for whatever slight given. And that's just the natural state of humanity. Evil cannot return evil cannot return good if the natural state uh well, seeing as its natural state is evil. We must renew our hearts and minds to be transformed. This, uh, I'm sorry, to be tender-hearted. We must renew our hearts and minds to be tender-hearted. This requires transformation because staying the same changes nothing. Now we can, we cannot do this on our own, and in fact, we won't do it on our own. Evidence of that is present in the fact that we are willing to hold grudges that can fester and grow into strongholds that may never fall. Brad uses the example of double, double jeopardy in expanding on this. Allow me to explain. If we react in kind to the offense done to us and retaliate as the offender expects, we deprive Elohim of the ability to fulfill his promise on our behalf because just as a father and judge, because as a just father and judge, he knows the unfairness of double jeopardy. How is it double jeopardy, you ask? Well, didn't Yeshua die for that man, that offenders of sin, as well as our own? What right then do we have to claim the right to punish or to hold on to anger towards that individual because we were deprived of our right to retaliation? And is it really a right? If we retaliate or react to any offense, we essentially nullify the crucifixion because Messiah already took the penalty for that sin done to us. I realize I probably didn't do this justice, but I think there's a beauty in this that we cause, that will cause some to explore more thoroughly. At least that's my prayer. As I was reading Brad's teaching, it uh, it 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 hit me in a way because of the, because of the name of our ministry being transformed recovery, and it draws to the point that you know proper transformation is going to, is going to cause us to act counterintuitively it's going to cause us to reject to reject our natural inclination to embrace the evil which is normal for us and I think the only way that can be fully understood is by engaging in active transformation through the ultimate act of transformation, the ultimate act of sacrifice, the ultimate act of forgiveness, that of Yahweh allowing Yeshua to be judged on our behalf, even though the judgment was errant because it was done by men and not by, not by Yahweh. 
But then, in fact, you raise him again from the dead. So that our keep him. So, hallelujah. Abiyah, we just thank you for your word. We just ask that it goes out and does everything that you have already preordained it to do. And that it would not return to you, boy. Hallelujah. So, take a quick music break, and then we're going to see if we have anybody else that on. Hallelujah. This is Live Like That by the Sidewalk Prophets. Sometimes I think, what will people say of me when I'm only just a memory? When I'm home where my soul belongs? Was I loved? No one else would show up Was I Jesus to the least of us? Was my worship more than just a song?
am wondering now if our traveling Shaliak and Shalia are on the line and want to come forward. Is Shaliak Rock out there? Hallelujah. Praise be to the great Yav Shamaim. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. We are... In the land of the living here at this point. Um, very exhausting. <laughs> you sound like you've just been resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, very physical uh, labor to have to uh, get everything going and... and uh, Get on the road. We actually opted to uh, to stay here and sleep instead of sleeping on the road, and then we're going to just drive through. So instead of two seven-hour drives, I'm going to now have to drive 14 hours because we're going to work from this point. Um, we didn't have a office uh, scheduled with Regis anyway, so um, we're not losing anything. What we gained was the ability to get some other priorities that were really important uh, for this travel taken care of today when we have normal business hours, so it was a good decision. It was a little disappointing for both of us, but, you know, probably one of the biggest things Sand had to overcome was overcoming how to handle disappointment. And uh, she really does a great job today. And uh, I'm really grateful that she's learned, you know, how to do that. And, uh, and, that's, you know, really the transformation is every different area of life that is hard for us to deal with that would potentially cause us to backslide. And in fact, if we don't learn how to deal with it, there's a high possibility that we would backslide. So uh, learning to live righteously, learning to live the right way, um, which is in, in him and in his principles, is really what we're, you know, working to establish within people. And, uh, you know, there's a right way to process each and every challenge that comes into our lives. And, uh, you know, you can't, you can't go out there on the road for years at a time like I have without learning a lot about evangelism. People can't understand what I understand as much as I might preach on it and teach on it. You'll never understand what it's like to be on the road for 
a year, two years, three years, four years. The, mo the most I've ever consistently been on the road. Usually peaks out at about four years, and then I settle in somewhere, which is, you know, surprisingly just naturally consistent with uh, with most of the uh, the heroes of faith in our Yeshua covenant. They uh, they were only out of the road, you know for periods of time and then they settled somewhere for a little little season. Uh Shaul the Shaliak, for example, in his fifty seven year ministry only stayed in one place uh without travel for about four years. But when you go out there and you are in nonstop, constant outreach to the nations. Uh, Abiyah will test you. And in that trial and testing, there is much character that develop within yourself and uh, you can develop it outside of him or you can develop it with him within and when he's within that development process that's when it's done the right way what will come from it was is a a rightness a uh, a righteous way, which is his way. You know, it's uh, it's that trying to do it my way versus Yahweh kind of thing, and you know. Uh, I guess if I was to if I was to label it as a message in and of itself for people to understand or try to understand, which again I don't I don't think anybody ever really does until until they've actually left home. You gotta leave home. That's that's a whole process to go through in your mind and then be gone. So first there's that that leaving and you know when I when I think of it I remember you know feeling Abraham's feelings he didn't want to leave as far as a lot of the, you know a lot of what was going on he didn't want to leave his father's house why would he you know he's he was the uh the heir to the to the family wealth you know he he was the top dog to receive all of his father's mm. 
all of his father's stuff, you know. Pretty much just him and his brother, you know, were the uh the two main dudes and uh you know, in that Abraham had to listen to Yah rather than do what was more comfortable. And, uh, you know, that's a big, big thing that a lot of people don't realize of what, you know, I've done is leaving the comfort zone. You know, it's it's one thing to talk about getting on a motorcycle and riding across the country. But it's a whole other thing. Once you actually get on that motorcycle and you're out there. And, you know, Scribe has, has taken some long trips across the country and it's a lot different you know, to drive all the way to the East Coast on a bike. And then just to drive to Kohler from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. So it's it's in the journey that Abaya takes us to places that, you know, we never will get if we don't have that that initial step out on faith. You know, Marissa, if she would have not taken that step to get in the vehicle with Scribe and Kim and go to Sheboygan and get out of the Madison area, she would not have experienced many experiences that are now happening in her recovery. And when she's finally prepared to the point where she can, you know, leave home, quote-unquote, like Abraham did, and come to Arizona, and which is, you know, looking like it's probably going to be this fall, you know. So she's got a a foundation she's building now away from home. And, uh, you know, we're going to build something solid with her you know, and a foundation with her. But it's important to understand that the foundation is not built within at a place. The foundation that's built within is built in the kingdom. And we refer to the kingdom a lot, but it's important to understand 
that the on earth as it is in Shamayim kingdom thy kingdom come thy will be done that's a place it's a place you learn to go and no matter where you are whether you're on a motorcycle riding to go meet with some radical dude from England who was originally from Nigeria who has established ministries in 135 countries. And I really, you know, fellowshiped with and mentored with that Shaliak, George, for a season, for a reason, because there's a lot to learn to look at how did he establish this ministry? What did he do to create a global school of ministry? What did he do to create followers all around the world? And, you know, my my vision may be similar to his vision, but yet very different. And what he allows in the International Ministers Fellowships, he allows everyone to establish the vision that Yah has given for them. And then he wants to support each minister and ministry to do Yah's will, to do the will for Abba Yah for oneself. And not all of our visions are the same, but his will is always the same. And to be able to look within the vision of one man to the vision of another man to the vision of another man and be able to see that same thy will be done within each one takes some masterful thinking. You have to
showing me that, wow, I don't know jack squat. Or, wow, I really got a lot to learn. Or, wow, I thought I had something to say, but when I got done talking, I think I just talked in circles and didn't make a whole lot of sense. And my sharing was like empty. And when scribe sharing, it's like so full. It's got so much to it. You, you, you either find out how shallow you still are and how little you still know, or you start to find out, wow, I think I'm making some progress here. I think I'm starting to get it. I got a long way to go, but, you know, there's there's something that I'm picking up here along the way, and that's good because you're not going to get this overnight. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon. And Marissa, if there's anything I can tell you after someone that's, you know, been involved with these recovery situations, in different ways that Aliyah has tried to to put the stuff in inside me, the right stuff, the good stuff, to get the bad stuff out of me that was infecting me and causing me to have a soul sickness that I needed to overcome. In that 40 years of going in and out of different places, for help because it was it was over 40 years ago I remember being in my occupational therapy I think it was called I don't remember if it was called occupational therapy but it was some kind of a, some kind of a thing where we did crafts and they had us make a keychain. Because, you know, in recovery, many of the groups, you know, they use keychains to tell you, you know, 30 days clean and sober, you know, is A or an NA, you know, 30 days clean and sober, and then there's another keychain for 60 days clean and sober, and then there's another keychain for 90 days clean and sober. And each of these, is something that gives you a little bit of a feeling of accomplishment, like, hey, I'm making progress, you know? And uh, that's one of the important things about Clean Time Countdowns, you know, and, and having an anniversary date. So Marissa needs to write down the specific day that she used in the last time, not blur the lines and try to pretend, you know, when she was clean, when she really wasn't clean, and, and that lie, expose the lie, get rid of the nonsense, put down the exact date and time when you threw up, when you sat there and, and shivered in a room and shook, when you were going crazy scratching yourself trying to figure out where you're going to get some more, all of that nonsense that ridiculous garbage 
still got a lot, a lot of filthy junk inside me, but I've got the physical clean aspect started in such and such a date. When I look back, you know, we made that key tag, and I remember it, it, I, uh, it was a leather key tag, and I had to pound the, the letters into the leather, you know, and, uh, I hung on to that thing, I had that key tag, kind of as a badge of honor in a way, you know, um, probably for 20-some years, if I, if I remember right, before it got lost in the, uh, when all my, all my stuff that was in a dumpster got thrown out. In 2006, everything I owned got thrown away. So all my, all my things I wrote down in notebooks, and I'm sure Scribe remembers how many notebooks I've filled up over the years going to positive motivational educational training seminars to try to become better. You know, the things that you've got to do to become better. Yeah, it's going to reveal to you can come from a lot of different places. Once you get the foundation down and realize it all is coming from him anyway. It's just what what the waiter is going to be, what the service person is going to be, the waitress and the waiter that's serving people up. The meal that you're going to eat. You know, the bread of life comes to us in his magnificent and in his incredible ways as the most giant menu you can imagine. You know? You're you're getting everything from Dairy Queen to McDonald's to to Red Lobster to
deal might have just been one simple thing that he threw on the plate for the day that really stood out. And if you got what he was trying to show you in the course of that, then you learn something really, really, really important. Every human being has what's similar to others in how we were created. Everybody has only one truth, right? Only one will that is supposed to be lived. But yet he gives us different dreams, different visions, different purposes within I mean, there are certain parts of purpose that are the same, and we all have that purpose to love. Every one of us has purpose to love. We're supposed to be like him, like Yami says consistently. But how that manifests itself within a life, this is what the variation starts to come in. And if the choices that we're making are not necessarily the choices that he would have had us to make in the first place, it sets us off on a path and, and be somewhere where maybe we're not supposed to be. And we have to be really careful of that. You know, um, I remember people saying, Over the years, I'm right where I'm supposed to be right now. And this became kind of a cliche within it. I'm right where I'm supposed to be today. And it's like, no, you're really not where you're supposed to be. Where you're supposed to be is where he wanted you to be. Hey, brother, you're almost inaudible.
So, what's the last thing you heard me say? Honestly, I was using the restroom, so I just came in and it would sound like you were like 500 feet away. You were trying to give the last thing you were talking about was... I want some detail as to what I was saying. Otherwise, I'm going to go back to sleep. <laughs> um, you, I honestly, you know, it was... It, Bobby, yeah, help me. Give me something. Not from Scribe. I want Marissa to no, tell I'm me not. the last thing she remembers me saying. So you guys have let me, you let me talk for a half an hour, and you're going to tell me that I just wasted my time? I'm going back to bed. It's 5.52 in the morning here. Is, which is still over a half an hour before you guys even got started on your time zone. Doggone it. you got to understand the sacrifice that a man makes to try to pour his heart out. out. I kept trying to say you were going in and out. I know I was going in and out. You never heard nothing I said, and you guys let me talk for the last freaking half an hour? I'm serious no, right now if that's the answer. No. No, we 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 heard some of what you said, and some of what I said out of the last half well, hour. That's what I'm getting back. That my message was today was some of what I said. Have a great day, you guys. Have a wonderful day.
Hallelujah. You want to talk about freezing during an exam. This is Praise, Prayer, Decree, and Declare. I am Schlack of Love Scribe. And the last thing I remember two minutes after the question was asked is that Rock was talking about the keychain that he made when he was early on in his recovery and how he held on to it for 20 years. And the notes that he took um, from that point all the way up until, yeah, 97 or so that ministered to him were actually right from Yahweh, even though he might not have called him Yahweh at the time. And the fact that he was really, really hurt and disappointed in himself and in the situation that he had lost those notes through the course of life. Um I feel bad that I let my brother down on this recording. Um, I did not want to constantly be cutting in and letting him know that we couldn't hear him. Uh, so we make the best of what we can. And obviously I did not do that well enough this morning. So I apologize publicly and profusely to him for that. 
Um, Yami, would you be willing to pray us out? And um, we will move on through the day from here. Hallelujah. Actually, it does not look like Yami is on anymore. Dan Cotton, are you on? Yeah, but I'm working. I'm just listening. I'm just listening while I work. All right. Well, hallelujah. We will uh, go to a pre-record. This has been uh, Love Life Rock Remedy Reality Radio. Praise, pray, decree, and declare. I am Scribe, and this is Run Double Run to close us out.